Into my heart an air that kills From yon far country blows What are those blue remembered hills? What spires, what farms are those? That is the land of lost content I see it shining plain The happy highways where I went And cannot come again Hello, lovely listener. I'm your host, Lindsay, and you're listening to Two Cents Podcast, your audible anthology. This is the prelude to an analysis of the film Walkabout, produced in 1971. The film is based on the book it was named for, authored by James Vance Marshall. I remember reading it in primary school around grade five or so, completing it in a day and absolutely charmed by the succinct storytelling and the considerable themes therein. Admittedly, I haven't revisited it since, but I remember well the two white American children, a teenage girl and her younger brother of the names Mary and Peter, who became stranded in the Australian outback following an airplane crash. Vulnerable to the harsh conditions, the children are rescued and guided by an Aboriginal teen who was on his walkabout, that is, an Aboriginal male's rite of passage. To put it more accurately, the film displays a title card at the start which represents this rite of passage more accurately. It reads, In Australia, when an Aborigine man-child reaches 16, he is sent out into the land. For months, he must live from it sleep on it, even if it means killing his fellow creatures. The Aborigines call it the walkabout. This is the story of a walkabout. In the book, the Aboriginal boy dies of the flu he caught from the children, and one thing that sticks with me is the end where, after the Aboriginal boy dies, the girl and her brother give him Christian funeral rites as the last form of cultural exchange. Although the film isn't a loyal reenactment of the book, it is a thoughtful and artful representation that gives the viewer so much to contemplate and appreciate, including the nature of civilization, coming of age, and a loss of innocence. This prelude is notably brought to you on the strings of the film's official soundtrack. Back to Nature, composed by John Berry, and interwoven is a reading of the poem Shropshire Lad XL by A. E. Hausman, which characterised the film's bitter-sweet ending. I'm inspired by the fact that this film is at this beautiful crossroad where poetry and film meet, and we'll be exploring this in a series of episodes in the usual audio format, as well as a video format to appreciate the cinematography of the film. Along with Shropshire Lad, the other poems starring in this series include Carpe Diem from Horace's Odes and from the title To the Virgins to Make Much of Time by Robert Herrick. I'm looking forward to uncovering these poems with you, so I'll talk to you soon.